Man, no, I'm. Mm-mm. I've had a interesting life. Go on. Uh, well, it all started when I was uh, a wee lad. My first memory. Welcome to Shane Watch. <laughs> <laughs> a guilt-free dive into those massive movie failures that we hate to love. Each week, we bring in a movie that either we or our guests love, but society constantly ridicules them for. We look in each nook and cranny for every bright spot, hoping to keep society at bay while we watch these movies like the miracles that they are. You might have noticed that this episode is coming out on not a normal day. It's not a Thursday. It's not a Thursday. You're absolutely right. And uh, this is what, Kenny? Shame Watch uh, Nights. Absolutely. You're listening to Shame Watch Nights, our after show, after party, for whatever we're actually talking about uh, at the time. You know what would be kind of cool? What would be kind of cool? Is if we could get our logo in a bad signal. <laughs> Because the bad signals at night. Oh, and Shane Watch Night. Talk to James Garcia. I don't know what the Shane Watch. I don't know what the Baywatch Night looks like. Let me. It's the Baywatch logo, and it's got the word "nights." <laughs> oh, I thought it was gonna be like a neon it. or something cool. No, not at all. It's just Baywatch Nights. Nights. So Man. we're Shane Watch Nights, the off-brand that still has the main stars, but it's just a little bit more casual. I'm Kenny, as James already said. To my left is... I'm James, as Kenny just said. Aaron. And to my left is... Aaron. <laughs> there is Aaron, one with neon. What? Oh, excellent. Yeah. Whoa, boy, that's... Uh, that's 80s. That's <laughs> real 80s. Oh, really? They watch Nights as 90s. Oh, boy. Ooh. Absolutely. That reminds me of like that 80s show. To be Remember honest... that 80s show? The yeah, starring Glenn Howerton and Skyler. Wait, Glenn Howerton was in that? Yeah. I completely forgot Skyler, about that, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I need to rewatch Skyler, that. Skyler, what's her name? Gosh darn it. She I, was on Grades Anatomy. I don't know. I don't watch that show. The but Baywatch Glenn, Knights interests look like romantic novels. It's probably what they're going for. That's hot. That, what? Yeah. Yeah. Baywatch Knights, and it's episode 12. In uh, uh, no, I'm pretty sure that's a rating 12. <laughs> Because of the UK. What's the UK rating? 12. For like you have to be 12 to watch this? Yeah, like PG-13. Yeah. Uh, or I like TV-14 oh. would be more accurate. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Oh. Because they're more mature than us. This one's a six. That's Or cool. there's six DVDs. Hold on. <laughs> there's six DVDs. Sure, let's hold while Aaron looks at the picture. Six DVDs. Excellent. Confirmed. Cool. So you might have noticed that this episode is coming out in the midst of our Fast and Furious miniseries entitled Wild Speed Summer. Wild Speed Summer! Cool. Don't put sound effects, because this is Shame Watch Nights, and we like to keep it calm and relaxed. So much fun! Also, there's no rules. No rules. Just right. Means we can dunk. Absolutely. And ironically like. Absolutely. And self deprecate. (laughs) Fuck. Deprecate. Excellent. <laughs> Wonderful, James. No, 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 no. So we're using the Shame Watch Nights episode to cover some of the ephemera that are related to Fast and Furious, but not necessarily required in order to understand the canon of the Fast Iverse. Yep. <laughs> is, that what, is that what it's called? Yeah, Fast? the Fast Iverse. Because it, listen, it did it before Marvel. They created a universe before Marvel. I'm just I, saying that. I, again. No, they did. No. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. See? Aaron agrees with me. I mean, they started in 2001. Fast and Furious came out in 2009. No. Well, that was their Avengers. 
No. Fast Five is their Avengers. No. Yeah, but Donald shows up in Tokyo Drift, which connects the universe. Which would basically be like their Thor, because it's a completely unnecessary yeah. cameo. But still connect them. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. And, uh, Take to- that, Marvel. Tokyo Drift was 2007? 2005, I think. 2000 or 2006. I'm going to say 2006. I think, yeah. Also, what, 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 since this is Shame Watch Night, so we can talk about popular things, uh, what, what are your opinions on the new re-release of Avengers Endgame? Knew they were going to do that just so that way they could get more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, Avatar did that. It did? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, it did? Yeah. Yeah, they were actually released an extended version into theaters. Mm-hmm. That's why on the Blu-ray there are three versions. Oh, boy. Yeah, so uh, it, only, it makes sense. It makes um, sense. Uh, the only thing is, I, it, if I'm not sense. mistaken, it's just a post-credit scene. Yeah, it's just extra post-credit scenes and a few deleted scenes at the end. Yeah, it's every, still the same main movie. So you could literally just ask the custodian, just be like, "Hey, can I just pop in real quick?" And like, not have to say. Well, you mean you don't want to do that? But no, I mean, I, <laughs> I would. Are y'all gonna watch it? No, no. Oh, I watched. I was thinking about it. I watched Endgame and I went, "Cool, right." That was also after the marathon we did. Yeah. So you just you just wiped your hands. You're like, thank God that's over. Just. Uh, I had no other questions. I, yeah, it, fin- it wrapped up nicely. There's. there's it was yeah. It I, was surprisingly how nice I, it was to wrap up. I didn't really feel like there was anything else to talk about for me. There were lots of great moments. Uh, that's it. I will admit it's going to sound really childish, but I do kind of want to see it just to say I was a part of the three billion dollar thing of it that's it all right go do that we'll go do it yeah, yeah. that's the only reason but i feel like it's dumb no. but it no, gives me no. a great excuse to go to the movie house and eatery our that's true <laughs> our sponsor which makes the movies better it does where they have uh delicious bacon jam burgers really tasty. and uh double drip shrimp really good and uh and they have great drink, really. i was gonna say they got great say drinks it? yeah you got it yes I'm letting that video make me feel guilty, so I say it better. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the movie we're talking about today is Rat Race. That's yep. right. <laughs> 2000s Rat Race. No, the film that we're talking about is Justin Lin's directorial debut, Better Luck Tomorrow, Wait, released can, in 2002. Can we watch Rat Race? That's certainly a shame-watch-worthy movie. Yeah, I think that would count. It's got Mr. Bean's. And it's got a real racist scene. Great. It's a Shane Watch Nights movie. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. We've done bad movies. We've done two Adam Sandler movies yeah. in the main show. So we Yikes. can do this one. Yeah, it's been rough. Have you, when you have say you it been, out loud. <laughs> have you guys been interested at all just from the sadistic point of view that we all have about ourselves just to click and watch a little bit of murder mystery? No. What what? The Netflix, the new Sandler movie on Netflix. Oh, no. oh, oh! Really? You I haven't see. been inundated with ads and a, a huge. No, I know. I've been a little curious. I've I've been like, is it, is he still terrible? Of course he's going to be terrible. I want to. That's wanna not see. up for debate. He's got a massive contract with Netflix. Think I know. So he's it. already paid. He's phoned it in so hard. <laughs> the movie's just called Murder Mystery. <laughs> Yeah, it's. I haven't seen the nothing ad. in there. Do you think? Okay, what do you think the pitch was? Like he was just like, uh, me and my friends could just 
playing mur- mystery murder. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't do a murder mystery or something. <laughs> or something? Have, have you seen Clue? <laughs> it's like that, but it's just Think me and my friends no, actually playing. Let's, let's not let's not pretend that Adam Sandler watches other movies. <laughs> yeah, he just no. watches his own movies. He just watches. He keeps Pixel the DVD player, and that's. Oh, mean, there is that scene Pixel. in Funny People where George Simmons is watching. All of his own stuff back <laughs> on multiple TVs in the in his room. I like oh, funny people. I own funny people. So do I. All right. F- funny story. Uh, in high school, wonderful. The d- lady I was dating at the time. What was her name? Abby Sell. Uh, got it. Real name. Uh, she was in my youth group. Anyway, uh, she got me the movie thinking it was gonna be funny because it has funny people in the Why would you think a movie called Funny People would be funny? I don't know. Ask her that. But then <laughs> I watched it. Abby, why would you think? Yeah, Abby. Uh, hey, Abby, you're great. Keep living your best life. Also, you're great. Um, hey. <laughs> I don't know. You uh, straight up deactivated for three seconds. I, <laughs> I saw the life leave your eyes. You clicked your own reset <laughs> button. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, it's just me feeling guilty. Uh, anyway, uh, I boo. Uh, <laughs> oh, mom. What is happening in. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I watched the movie. I was like, wow, this is a really good movie. I like it. And then she felt guilty because it wasn't a funny movie. And I was like, no, it's fine because I enjoyed it. This is really strange, but did you know uh, a lot of actors say they don't like to watch themselves? Yeah, I hate to watch. Yeah, I can't stand it. Uh, Terry Crews loves it. Well, Terry Crews is a beautiful human. He's a sculpt. He's a man sculpted from marble. Well, he is beautiful physically, but also emotionally. Oh, he's a wonderful person. Yeah, he's just great. Great human being. Um, Watch Brooklyn Nine Nine, and he seeks help. He's a big advocate for men's mental health, which I think is really important. Isn't talked about, so good for Terry. Yeah, um, he's great. He's legitimately a good person. No one's fighting you. Jim. And people need to be more like him when they're famous. Look he's at using you, his power. Sandler. He's for real. He's using his power for good. I, I don't know. What about if we uh, do a movie where I got a hot girlfriend and uh, in order to get this hot. This other hot girl. There's other. I gotta. I gotta pretend that I'm. I don't know. Dumb or something. Is a. <laughs> we'll call it island vacation. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> is Santa Clarita diet his too? No. Okay. Oh, it sure. is. God, <laughs> it. I. Is he in it? Oh, it's Drew Barrymore. So most. I'll be fun being honest. If I see anything Drew Barrymore's in, I just kind of figure he's a hand in. Yeah, it. I watched the first thirty minutes of Never Been Kissed recently. I. Couldn't finish it. And also, I'm a big fan of rom-coms. Yeah. Big fan of rom-coms. You watched Crazy Rich Asians I the other day. I watched Crazy Rich Asians. A delightful movie where I was almost in tears. You watched nice. Los Bandoleros. I watched <laughs> Los Bandoleros, the most romantic film of all of the Fast and Furious films. You're not wrong. Yeah. I mean, sure. from what I've seen. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but we're here to talk about Better Luck Tomorrow. Which oh, is, yeah. <laughs> which is Fast and Furious adjacent. Real quick, Mia did say she would love to do a, a Sandler September. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Why do we put that on ourselves? That's a terrible idea. That's canon watch, now. I can't watch four of them. That's canon. That's not, We're doing it. No. We're doing it. No. Can we watch Funny People then? Uh, yeah. Cool. I, I broke him down finally. I pitched that like... Four weeks ago, and Kane was like, "No, she watched nights. No rules, <laughs> just right." <laughs> but yes, the movie we watched we watched was 
Better luck tomorrow. <laughs> Justin Lin's uh, feature debut, Justin Lin being the go-to director for a majority of the Fast and Furious franchise. This was his debut? This was his first feature film that got released. Uh, yeah, this Did, is his first feature film. Didn't he take out like five credit cards just to make this movie? And he maxed them all out? He do, did do a little bit of the Kevin Smith uh, routine and then a very famous person, well, quasi-famous person by this point, uh, came in oh, to Oh, that's help. right. It was MC Hammer? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, MC Hammer helped fund this movie. Yeah, because investors really weren't touching this, and MC Hammer came along and said, you can touch this, and he did. <laughs> oh, man, that, that was, was nice. Good. That was that nice. Kenny. K-Masson. Thank that you. I'll good. just delete that off of my comedy notebook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to carry over this one segment, well, we'll carry over two segments from the main show to this spinoff, Shame Watch Nights. Hey, uh, unlike Los Bandoleros, this film actually does have some proper reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, well, it's a real movie, so <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a review from Mark Sabloff of the Austin Chronicle. Hey, we're in Austin. You are. <laughs> I'm sorry, James. Uh, you're just such a good whipping boy, and it's. <laughs> It's unfortunate. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what do you mean? Wait, Justin Lin, that this I know is my not his directorial debut. Shopping for Fangs. Is that a short or is that a movie? It says feature films directed. Shopping for Fangs, 1997. Uh, yeah. Quentin and Justin Lin. Quentin Lee and Justin Lin. Yeah, but, but this is also and. Wikipedia. Wow, I stand corrected. My apologies. This well, is a Justin Lin film. Well, maybe this is the first... Only just like because yeah was, only just it was Lin. a co-direction yeah so I think your point still holds true no yeah I would say that yeah this is his standalone directorial debut but anyways this review from Mark Savloff of the Austin Chronicle released in April of 2003 Justin Lin's Better Luck Tomorrow takes a fresh look at an old teenage cliche those brainiac Asian American kids who seem to exist only to studiously copy and recopy algorithms and chem texts while mainlining extracurricular activities and messing up the curve for their less academically inspired fellows and comes off as part mayhem light murder mystery and part existential youth rebellion film that by the time the final image fades and our semi-hero and not quite heroine tool off into the distance in their BMW feels forced and oddly dispiriting. That was one sentence. Wow, that was a run on sentence. (laughs) Sure. This is the future? Well, yeah, probably at least in sunny Southern California among the first and second generation students who can get away with virtually anything as long as they keep those all-important grades up, up, and away. That's weird. That Lynn has managed to spin the old Asian kid's cliche on its pointy head at all oh. is notable, and his cast is uniformly excellent, especially Shin and Tobin, who act as a sort of testosterone-charged Asian Abbott and Costello, minus the ox. But ultimately, Better Luck Tomorrow feels nearly as hollow and unknowable as its characters' hearts. Wow. That was harsh. Hmm. What do you think of this movie, folks? You know, again, I, I was expecting fast cars and explosions. I was disappointed. There's criming. There's criming. Like, okay. Once I got into it, I was like, okay, this is a good grounded indie flick. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. But, like, it was kind of whiny, as a lot of indie movies are. Certainly. Uh, what what made this interesting is that it was a Garden State 
or uh, Charlie Bartlett or a Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Sure. Uh, mm. But instead of uh, Whitey McWhiterson. Was, yeah, those are real white people. It was middle-aged. Or middle-aged. It was, uh, no, upper-class Asian Americans. Yeah, like in Crazy Rich Asians. Yes, but... Uh, this is the prequel. Yeah. To, to Crazy, Crazy Rich, Rich Asians. Asians. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. <laughs> Han's in it. Um, real quick, there is a a, a, a quote from uh, Justin Lin about the MC Hammer remark. Um, out of desperation, I called up MC Hammer because he had read the script and liked it. Two hours later, he wired me the money and uh, to a bank account and saved us. Man. So he it was literally a last ditch effort. That's uh, awesome Hail Mary pass from MC Hammer. <laughs> Do you guys want to call MC Hammer? Is that all it takes? Is to apparently. Make it? Um, I don't think we're legit, and he's he's too legit. God. <laughs> so I think we should probably just quit. Oh boy! All right. God, why are we turning it? This is Shame Watch Nights. Shame Watch Nights. Okay. I mean, look at how I'm sitting. I'm real so, cash. You look very cash. <laughs> so relaxed. Yeah. Uh. I enjoyed it at the end. I mean, like, it's... Listen. It's a very much a high school coming-of-age movie. Yeah. And it's like, ooh. Hey. Can you take a picture of me? Hey. What's up? Uh, I don't know. It's just... I don't know. It's melancholy. It's dark. Scrim dark. It was... uh did not enjoy it as much as Los Bandoleros. Sure. Can, can I just say, Virgil's a c- terrible character. Yeah. He's a yeah. terrible character. And also, he feels so much like other uh, teenage movies' best uh, protagonists, best friends. Yeah. At the yeah. time. Yeah. And just, it, he had literally no depth. It was just like a sugar trip. Sugar trip. Yeah, sugar trip. Yeah. That's a that's a good improv troop. <laughs> sugar sugar trip. trip. I like that. Yeah, you guys want to start a troop? Yeah, sugar trip. No, sugar trip trio. Kenny. Oh, sugar trip trio. Sounds no. cute. I thought you liked us. I do like you guys. I need to do less, y'all. <laughs> fair. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, I I, I didn't. <clears throat> it it felt real. Um, yeah, it's kind of just mediocre. Sure. Down the middle, there was nothing uh, that was like, oh, wow, or nothing that was like, oh, it was just kind of like, uh, which is kind of surprising that, what was the budget on this? I'm going to say um, $5.2 million. $250,000. Yeah, that's right. And it grossed, <laughs> it grossed $3.8 million. Whoa, really? That's, uh, wow. Not, not a runaway success, but it got its money back, which is probably why Justin Lin moved on to... Fast and Furious. Uh, well, his next movie after this was Annapolis with James Franco and Tyrese. Tyrese, and he Jordan, hungry. And Jordana Brewster. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's weird Ooh. how that works, guys. We need to make a movie. <laughs> so I'm just saying. You're so casual right now, James. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's Shane Watch Nights, baby. Shane Watch Nights. Too cash, too wool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing don't, wool. Don't laugh at that. I, I, I love the directing right out of the gate. Uh, I think Justin Lin was really making it count. Well, the story was kind of... Wah. Are you the, talking about the 
opening shot where Ben and Virgil are sitting in the hot sun talking about college and gaining the Ivy League schools and they hear a phone go off? Well, I'm, I'm talking about everything wow. in, in general. I thought the direction was really slick. I thought it was very interesting. It was uh, kind of Edgar Wright light. Yeah. Sure. yeah. It was very, it felt early like. It felt like Shaun of the Dead. Which I guess it, that would be Sam Raimi light. So this is Sam Raimi light light. Double light for Sam Raimi. Yeah, Sam, Sam Raimi tab. So Justin Lin's directing the next Spider-Man movie is my understanding. No, he's directing the next Fast and Furious movie. I mean, is Not, there much difference between that and Spider-Man? Oh, um, I get what you're doing. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> see, see uh, why. Yeah. You're too relaxed, James. <laughs> I, I hit my point. I know how to be relaxed now. <laughs> but uh, is he's not doing Hobbin Shaw, yeah? No, that's David Leach. Who's who's he? He's a co-director, or one of I, I believe he's the uncredited co-director of the first John Wick, and was mm. kind of in charge of establishing oh. that. And then uh, Chad Stahelski went off to do John Wick's two and three. And then David Leach pivoted off and did Atomic Blonde and Deadpool Two, and now is doing Hobbs and Shaw. Okay, so All yeah, right. he's got some, he's got some action repertoire. Yeah, uh, Atomic Blonde, I almost fell asleep in. Never saw it. I almost fell asleep in it, which is not something that I do very often in movies proper. What? What about Deadpool Two? I liked it. Me too. I think the script was rough. You sure? Uh, but I liked it. And I haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw yet, but we will on August 1st. I think my favorite bit in Deadpool 2 is the fact that Brad Pitt was in it as in the invisible guy. Yeah, for two seconds. Yeah. That's my favorite bit. Yeah. It's just great. Yeah. So the film that we're talking about today is Better Luck Tomorrow, (laughs) a film that we're all overwhelmingly in love with. It it drags (laughs) on. I mean, it's... I, I'm just trying to find like I was looking at the goofs page on IMDb for it. Like there's a whole bunch. Just, yeah, just like there was some some silly quirky things, but it it's not that I wasn't. It just was a mediocre indie film, and when you're a mediocre indie film, that means you're a lackluster <laughs> feature film. Yeah, and and it's uh, especially in 2002. Yeah. 2002. That was also bought and released by MTV. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the first one distributed by MTV. No, not at all. That's but, what it says. Yeah, it's what IMDb said. That's the fact. Jo- and I, IMDb. Joe's Apartment is the first MTV film. I know that. I remember that forever. Wait, what? Joe's Apartment. What are you talking about? Joe's Apartment. Are you Joe's saying- Apartment. That's the first film that carried the MTV moniker at the beginning of it. I'm pretty sure MTV produced that movie. I believe a guy talks to his cockroaches. Oh, Jerry O'Connell. Joe's apartment. I've never no, seen. I've never, never heard, heard of Joe's yeah. apartment. Yeah, <laughs> because MTV made it. I yeah, I just remember that stuff. Oh yeah, it is MTV Productions, nineteen ninety six. Yeah, yeah. And then Beavis and Butthead to America was the next one, I believe. Sure. Wow. So if you want to talk about? Okay, so it was two hundred and fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. Made three point eight mil. Yeah. Um, Joe's apartment had a budget of thirteen million. What? Uh, and brought in a box box office of four million six hundred nineteen thousand fourteen dollars. Ouch! And that was back in nineteen ninety six. Which that's way different kind of money. Yeah, back with then. inflation, maybe six dollars. Yeah, 
Man, it'd be nice to have $6 right now. Anyway, <laughs> uh, very luck tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I liked, here's my favorite cut in the film. When uh, Ben is at the batting cage with um, the other guy from the private school that's in the relationship. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Wow, I'm having Derek. Derek. No. Yeah. That's one of the friend groups. No, you're right. Derek. Derek. Because uh, it's it's Ben, Virgil, Derek, and Han. No, 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 no. That's the fourth. Yeah, that's the four, but the other one. Who's the other one? That went to the private school. That beat them oh, in the first Steve? debate match. Steve? Yeah. Oh, uh, John, John Cho. Cho. Yeah. yeah, John Cho. Yeah, yeah. Steve. Steve. When Steve and Ben are at the banging cages, right, and uh, they start like talking about philosophy because it's an indie film you have to talk about philosophy but anyway like uh the rule it is the rule about it it's just right but there's a series of there's a series of jump cuts uh on uh john chow steve and john cho whatever i i can't say aguas frescas i did it right yeah Yeah. tight i'm learning anyway uh is there's a series of jump cuts on him, and then it just cuts to black, and then cuts to Ben with a nosebleed in his own blood. And I just thought that was a really cool cut. Bleeding his own blood. <laughs> Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> Nobody. Can we watch that movie? No, because Dodgeball is a good movie. It is a good movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a fantastic movie. Yeah. Uh, I think there are two things that we can talk about that are interesting. Uh, that cut. The, the the first one being John Cho. Proto uh, Harold and Kumar. Yeah. Uh, Post American Pie. Pre- he's in American Harold. Pie. Yeah, he's one of the milf guys. What? Oh damn! Yeah, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Was it him or Kumar who went to go work on for President Obama? Calpen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, while Calpen was working for Obama, John Cho was filming Star Trek 2009. That's right. I think That's we. Right. I think we know who made the right decision. John Cho. Yeah, he's, yeah. In, he's in a Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot to take off the inertial dampeners, which is why the Enterprise survived. Ooh. Um, yeah, John Cho. How, what do you guys think of John Cho? I like him. Uh, I think it was really cool to see him in this. Yeah. Yeah, t- he's uh, he's a baby in this one. Yeah, he was. I mean, it, he's he's playing a, a high schooler. Like, yeah, he's what probably twenty at the time. Yeah, well, no, most of the time you're in like your mid twenties because like uh, uh, the girl from Booksmart, who's actually Jonah Hill's sister, Beanie Feldstein. Yeah, she's twenty six. <coughs> uh, That's my age. Does she have bangs in that movie? Because as we previously established on the other Shame Watch, I think sideswept bangs. Yeah. Uh, no, gotta have bangs. <laughs> gotta have front bangs. John Cho has bangs that he spikes. You two, have, you two have seen Booksmart? Yeah. yeah. I loved it. It's great. I need to see it. Um, uh, a more well thought out. Uh, super bad. Super bad. It's better super bad. It's the, yeah. Olivia Wilde directed that, right? Yeah. yeah she's She does a great job. Yeah, wrote Olivia it as Wilde. well, if I'm not mistaken. Wrote and directed, I uh-huh. think. Or had a hand in the writing. Uh-huh. She's married to Jason Sudeikis? Yes. And uh, it was... Uh, I love to me that might be one of my more favorite uh, indie films. Yeah, is yeah. it better than Better Luck Tomorrow? Not by much. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, it's 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 
Wonderful. Yeah. What does it? Okay. Silly James question. What was it considered to be an indie film? Uh, not large uh, production company. Not production company, but uh, is it a budget thing? Not necessarily. It's, is it who it distributes? It, uh, it's financed by independent companies and not any of the studios. Yeah, so uh, it's not like a universal. It's not... Uh, I mean, it's really hard because nowadays, like A24 used to be one of the the major indep- independents. And right. I don't know if you can consider them independent anymore because they're so huge. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I've read somewhere the last four of the five uh, best uh, best feature film. Award yep. from the Academy uh, has been indies like A24. Um, I mean, A24 made... Uh, they're Us, aren't they? Us and Get Out? No, that's Universal. Oh, This okay. is Us. Uh, Universal and Bloomhouse, rather. Oh, Bloomhouse, Bloomhouse. Um, but yeah, so smaller companies. Uh, A24, United Artists, or did, did A25, A24 buy a United Artist? I don't know. I, I don't remember, ah. but yeah, um, yeah. So like, United Artists used to be one of the big ones. Really, the the indie game consists of A twenty four and Annapurna Pictures, I believe, at this point, and yeah. Bloomhouse. Although that, they have a relationship with Universal, but Bloomhouse operates. Bloomhouse says, "Here's five million dollars. You do whatever you want to." I know that they've been dabbling into higher budget things, but basically. They will just give you low budgets, give you complete creative control, and they will just sell the heck out of it. Nice. Lionsgate, I guess you can consider one of the bigger small guys. Uh, it, yeah. Are they small? Lionsgate? It's a major studio. Yeah. yeah it's, at this point. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they made Power Rangers. Oh. It, it's one of the smaller major studios, but I, okay. I believe that it's a major studio at this point. They made Power Rangers. Great. The new Power Rangers. Yeah. Movie. They also made the Medea films, if I'm not mistaken. And John Wick's. The John really? really? Yeah. Dang. Absolutely. Catch up, Lionsgate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think John Cho's great. <laughs> I yeah. think uh, to answer that question, um, he's yeah, Anna Perino. What did the other people go on to? Like, we know the person who played Han still plays Han. Uh, but what did Ben and Virgil do? And Derek, what Derek do? Great question, James. Hey, thanks. I have them occasionally. I think they're actors. What? I thought they're criminals. I know. Dude, A24 has put out some monsters. Like Rampage? Uh, they're coming out with Midsummer uh, this What's year. That? Uh, Hereditary. Yeah. Oh, uh, didn't watch it. Mid 90s. Moonlight. Yes. Eighth grade. Eighth grade is great. Uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer. I wanted to see that, but didn't. Native Son. Lady Bird. It comes at night. Ooh. Can you hate Lady Bird? What? No, I don't. No, I'm thinking the other one. What's She's the got other bangs. One? What's, what's the. Uh, uh, what's the one you hate? Great question. T- Tilly, Tully, Tolly, Tolly, Tolly. That's the one you hate. I hate Tolly. Oh, that's the grimace on your face as soon <laughs> also, as the... that's Fox Searchlight. That's A24. Uh, that's the movie I mixed up with. Oh, Tolly. <sighs> what's Ladybird about? Uh, it's about a girl named Ladybird. What's Tolly about? Coming of age. It's about a woman named. Tully. Okay, so uh, I I wasn't wrong in confusing them. Great, they're vastly different films. Are they? Most definitely. All right. One is about a woman coming of age uh, in her final year of high school and learning about herself and learning about the world. Lady Bird. 
uh, yeah, and the other one is Lady Bird. No. <laughs> uh, and Tali is about a woman who gives birth to a baby and has to wrangle her entire family and then hires a night nanny and she's able to kind of reclaim who she was before all of this. You hated that movie because of the ending, right? Yeah, the ending is one of the worst endings that I've seen from a film that I loved so much of. That's the Diablo. Well, you, you love the 95% of the 95% film. 95% of that movie and the 5% wrecks it completely because it just puts it completely at odds with itself. That makes me want to watch it so bad. You're going to like it. I, I just am a sourpuss. Yeah, I already knew that. Doesn't mean I love you any less. Oh my god, this company's only been around since 2012. That's great. Again, the film that we're talking about is better <laughs> We're talking about A24. Kenny, this is Shame Watch Nights. So we can talk about whatever we want. Yeah, I know. No rules, just right. Mm, mm, mm. What was the other point you wanted to make? That was just the first one. Uh, Han, man. Yeah, Han's in this. This That's what makes it adjacent to Fast and Furious and the fact that Justin Lin directed it. Yeah, this is Han. It, it's not a spoiler, Kenny, but can you tell us how many... Han, how many times Han comes out in the, the franchise? Six. Uh, I'm not going to tell you because I feel like he's an underrated character, or am I, or is he coming out just enough? He's but, coming out just enough. Okay. Yeah. So like maybe one more. I can't say. Two I more? mean, the next one is the Avengers, where all the families back together. <laughs> I just imagining Dom saying family. It's dinner time. <laughs> Dinner's ready. But th- this is considered to be the actual origin of the character Han that shows up for the Fast and Furious. So franchise. how is that determined? Because uh, Soon Kang plays a character named Han in this movie, and then in Tokyo Drift he plays a character. Right, but why? Why? Why did that character as Han come into Fast and Furious? Like, what was the process of like? The writers came together movie. and said, hey. Oh, I actually know the answer to oh, this. Oh, wow. There's Tell some, me. Because uh, I'm genuinely <laughs> curious. Because uh, they literally just needed a name for the character. And Justin Lin went, well, I like the name Han. And, and, and the writer was like, Kyle. We'll I call him Kyle. <laughs> I don't know if Soon Kang was already hired or not. But Justin Lin just named the character Han. And then basically assumed that... Uh, his backstory was the story here in Better Luck Tomorrow. And it all fits up because, uh, as we learned in Los Bandoleros, we learned that Han met Dom while he was running away in Mexico. Yeah. yeah. He was running from something. Which we find out in Better Luck Tomorrow. He killed a guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he watched a guy get killed. He killed a guy. Ben he, killed he a was guy. He accessory to murder. He is an accessory. He didn't do the killing. Yeah, that's 15 to 25 in some states. In some states. And in some states, the murder is death penalty. <laughs> so I have facts too, all right, Kenny and Aaron. <laughs> yeah, I've done some book learning. <laughs> some book learning. <laughs> uh, just, I paid... For so many classes of improv. (laughs) (laughs) Additionally, so far, we've seen that there are two characters that eat uh, furiously in the Fast (laughs) and Furious franchise. The first one being Tyrese, as we all know. uh, He's hungry. He's hungry. (laughs) Oh, he's real hungry. And the second one is Han, who is consistently putting stuff in his mouth to eat them. (laughs) Because he's also hungry. Absolutely. He's a little little hungry. He's peckish. 
Uh, That's a good. He's my name's Han, and I'm, I'm Peggish. <laughs> but in this movie, it explains why he's eating all the time. Does it? Yeah. I was waiting for that answer, but I think I missed it because I was in the. Because he smokes. What? He smokes, and then in Tokyo Drift, he's not smoking anymore. He's eating all the time. So he's just replacing the, the habit thing, with yeah. yeah. One oral fixation with the other, which is yeah. not healthy. No. No. Mm-hmm. They talk about it in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, I gained the most weight after I quit smoking. So <laughs> You smoked? Yeah. I, uh, you smoked? I did but it. You're so cool. <laughs> That's I, why he smoked. I did Hold it. on a second. He was probably cooler when he smoked. Mm. I did it. Uh, did you have a leather jacket, too? <gasps> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Conversions! <laughs> um, I was 16, and I just wanted to see if I could buy a pack of cigarettes. Of course you could. Um, you're so cool. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, the convenience store across the street near my school, I'm not going to just put them on blast. Uh, but I was just like, <laughs> did you like, just do that? I mean, I didn't say the name of it because it's got a very distinct name. All right, Seven um, Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I didn't know about cigarettes. I knew Marlboros are like if you're like a cowboy, and I just Ooh. remember seeing a uh, cool Joe Camel uh, oh advertisement, and it worked. I was thinking it was Joe Camel. Twelve years later, I, I, I was like, uh, can I get a pack of Camels? And the guy was like, yeah, what kind? I was like, oh, uh, I don't know. I was like, menthol, because <laughs> I know that's a thing. And he was like, sure. So he just threw me a pack of uh, camel menthol. And you didn't have to pay? No, I had to pay for him. You just walked <laughs> out? <laughs> Even worse convenience. <laughs> <laughs> Not checking for ideas and also, I don't care. Like, just <laughs> have it. You're not going to have me pay? He's like, oh, you'll pay for it in the end. I was like, what does that mean? And he just walked away. <laughs> and then 12 years later. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so I smoked for about 16 to 20. No, no, 16 to 20, because I started doing, I was in college theater, and everybody smokes in college theater. What? Yeah. Aaron, we're learning so much about you. It was really awkward when I had to go in for surgery, and (gasps) my- Oh, no. The the nurses are like, do you smoke? Because it's just like your standard procedure questions, like the weight and all that. And do you smoke? (laughs) And I was like, yes, because I didn't, I was really terrified, because like, what if I say no? And then it fucks up the surgery. Yeah. And I just, I wasn't looking at my mom, and I just remember hearing the magazine, like, like crumple oh like she's man. no longer reading it oh and she was man. like i'm sorry and i was like i smoke and oh. they're like how much i was like not that much like you know maybe a pack a week like it wasn't a lot but it was still enough where i was a like a pack a week sounds like a lot i felt like no my dad used to smoke a pack and a half a day what <laughs> yeah and i just i was like just enough to feel cool and my mom was like that's not an answer oh. we will talk about this on the way home oh my god and my doctor was 45 minutes away from home so we had a long discussion <laughs> oh my god yeah who ha Ooh. So, yeah, I smoked for quite a while, and that's why I'm not the greatest singer, because I kind of ruined my voice a little bit. Oh, Aaron. But, yeah, so don't smoke, kids, because then I started eating a lot more. <laughs> sure. I yeah. never, I've never, i never smoked. I neither have I. My parents smoked. Great. I, uh, I told them to stop, and then they didn't. See, oddly enough, my dad smoked, and I think that's kind of... Uh, my dad stopped smoking because I was, like, three, and he had put a cigarette down to, like, do something inside, and when he came in, he saw me that I had it. Oh. I was like, look, I'm like daddy. And I was smoking a cigarette. My dog was like, now I have to quit. God damn it. So, um, and then coming to find out, I started smoking the cigarettes he smoked when he was my age. Oh, man. Which was Benson and Hedges Deluxe Ultra Menthol Lights. Jeez. Uh, in my dad's day, they were about five bucks a pack, which is a lot. Now it's fifteen seventy nine. Well, <laughs> they were eight ninety eight. And when my when he, my dad found out he was smoking, he was like, God, how much are they now? I was like. About eight, 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 nine bucks. And he was like, oh, man, but that's a good cigarette. And I was like, God, you're not supposed to encourage me. <laughs> but, yeah. Just 
glad that you're cool now, son. <laughs> He's like, oh, right on. You're cool, man. He's I like, was so disappointed in you <laughs> until now. There's tears streaming down the face. Your first time that you've ever seen your dad have any emotion whatsoever. It's our first time we've connected <laughs> over, over our cigarettes we smoke. And that's America. Uh, I guess my parents stopped for a while. And then it was like my senior year of high school, they picked it up again. They're like, yeah, it's your decision now at this point. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, I already have asthma. I can't add to that. Party killer. <laughs> Not yeah, wrong. I, I grew up with asthma and bad allergies. Oh, my yeah. mom smoked like a freight train. I'm sorry. Oh, Eddie. really? Yeah. Uh, she quit a couple times uh, and then just picked it back up because cigarettes are awful and addictive. Yeah. They're highly addictive. It's yeah. crazy, yeah. It it, uh, it it messes with your brain of like the like the tick that you need it and I've I, my mom was just like no you're you're just not anymore and I was like living with her at the time and I was mm-hmm. like okay like she'll probably smell my clothes or do something yeah. or it's just not gonna happen so I was like all right it's not worth it so then I started doing powerlifting and strongman sports and then that makes you eat a lot more mm-hmm. so I was eating a lot more and then I stopped powerlifting then that's when I just ballooned up a little bit more but yeah so it it's don't smoke, kids. There's, uh, there's some getting, repercussions. We're getting vulnerable. Thanks, guys. Yeah. This is fun. Do we like anything about this movie? Eh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> cool. Let's move on. <laughs> um, um, we didn't rank them. Hmm? Are we including this on our ranks? Yeah, because this is the unofficial introduction of Han. Um, we didn't rank Los... Uh, yeah, we forgot Bundelero. So yeah. we'll put it in the description to if you want to hear your ranks. Listen yeah. to this one. Yeah. Cool. Wait what a are, week. What are our rankings? Number one, Too Fast, Too Furious. Yep. It's perfect. It's a perfect movie. I, well, it's not. It's a perfect movie I mean, for Fast and Furious. It's a perfect Fast and okay, Furious movie. Okay, fair. In the franchise. In, yeah. In, what is it called? That the, we've seen. In the, the, fast the Fastverse. Verse. The Fastverse. There we go. Wait, isn't that the Flash universe? Well, that's a Flashverse. All right. Uh, that makes more sense. It, yeah. No, just making it up. It's like, oh, it's Watch Nights, baby. Yeah, we do whatever we want. Uh, after that, I would put Fast and Furious, the fourth one. Okay. Uh, then Tokyo Drift. Okay. And then the Fast and the Furious, and then this movie, and then Los Bandoleros. Okay. Um, for me, I'm going to do Too Fast, Too Furious. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, Too Fast, Too Aaron. Furious. Nice, dude. <laughs> um, you smoke cigarettes? Nice. nice. Uh, don't um, smoke. It's very bad. Uh, too Fast, Too Furious. Then I'm going to go... Aaron, please take your time. It's only an audio medium. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a little crazy. What? I'm gonna go Los Bandoleros. Whoa! Los Bandoleros. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm gonna do Fast and Furious, the fourth one. Yes. Okay. The Fast and the Furious, the first one. Yes. God, I hate these fucking titles. Um, Tokyo Drift. Nice. I love that one. And this is probably going to be my last one. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. My ranking, Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice. Tight. I'm just going to make room for noises after each one. <laughs> I'm going to do a controversial choice here. Los Bandoleros. Whoa! 
Broom Vroom. The Fast and the Furious. Broom, oh. Broom. oh, okay. Fast and Furious. Okay, broom, that broom. you've Tokyo changed. Drift. Better luck tomorrow. Right so on. you've only, you and Aaron are so close to being identical. Yeah. Vroom Vroom. Can't wait to start smoking. <laughs> I learned it nice. from Papa Aaron. Also, I gotta schedule that brain surgery. <laughs> <laughs> and then have my mother get mad at me about smoking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I really think if it wasn't for John Singleton, Los Bandoleros might be number one. <laughs> If I'm being honest, I really like. I really do. It's it's it gives you a little bit of context. Yeah. It doesn't take itself way too seriously. Well, and Vin Diesel's like, hey, let me let me borrow the camera tonight. Hey, and then, <laughs> hey, come come kiss me. And that, <laughs> and like it was. It's it's a good. I still think the second year scene is whenever he picks up Michelle Rodriguez by the bottom. Oh yeah, For, as it, his, in the first one, as his yeah. trophy, which so, it's, it's, it's ew, problematic. It's gross, but it was it was hot. I just wish I was Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fifth time Kenny said that. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Boys, let's play the Rotten Tomatoes game. From sure. Better luck tomorrow. Let's do it. Uh, better luck tomorrow. Uh, released in two thousand two, the second film from Justin Lin, starring Jason Tobin. Perry Shen, 47%. Roger Fan, and John Cho. 47%. James says 47%. How many many reviews? 106 reviews. Oh, boy. 106 critical reviews. Wow. 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 I'm going to say 38. Can we have an Owen Wilson month? Wow. I can't believe that hasn't been brought up. Right? Wow. Wow. Because, like, is he in Dixie Hazard? No. Who's Johnny Knoxville and Johnny Knoxville, Sean William Scott, Jessica Sean Thompson, William Scott. Mm. I thought it was Dax. Isn't the, isn't there like a uh, uh, Ben St- Stiller Starsky and, and Hutch. that's the one I'm thinking of? That's probably pretty shameful. <laughs> Not gonna lie, Will Ferrell's character in that is pretty funny. I don't remember because so I got, couldn't. It's a Will Ferrell character. So we got a 38 percent from Aaron. 47. 47 percent from Aaron. Nope. No, I'm Twenty-seven percent from James, thirty-eight percent from Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Out of one hundred and six reviews, critics certified this film fresh. What? At eighty-one percent. Whoa! Really? Got to think about context. I know it. Shame Watch Nights. Yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> listen. I do hate what to do this. You got to bring up that context because how many movies like this exist in two thousand two? Produced true. by MC Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's the asterisk. That, that's the refreshing thing about this film. It's 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 a view into it, yeah into someone that we just don't see depicted in film. That's true, and I think this started a lot of copycats, and that's why I was so tired of watching it. Because uh, like, how many whiny? I don't, I don't think this started off things. I think this fit into the realm of all of those similar indie films. But whereas the rest of those indie films, quote unquote. The Twee indie films were telling the same story. This was telling the same story, but in a completely different world. I do think it helped normalize indie films. I, I will say that. Because 2002, I can't think of a ton. I, I don't know how much of an impact this film has. I don't think anyone would be talking about it. If it no, for yeah. The fact, the fact that this has Han in it and it has Justin Lin. Right. And Justin Lin really hasn't made a mark outside of the Fast and Furious franchise. But, but what I mean. a Star Trek movie, but that's no one saw he that. He did? He did. He did Star Trek Beyond, uh, which I think might be my favorite of the Abrams films. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I, I think Never saw what, what I mean out of that is, though, it made bank. And it was try, it was kind of showing other indie 
indie houses. Even make bands. Well, con- so. considering how much they spent what for an indie film, two hundred fifty thousand was their budget, and then three point eight million. I is mean, what they made to me that for an indie film, that's pretty healthy. Also, in two thousand two, yeah, different economy. And and what I mean is that it, it was showing other indie films was like, hey, I mean, imagine if this was a not mediocre, we could probably make some <laughs> decent cash. Because I mean, after that, I mean. The one that's coming to mind is like Napoleon Dynamite. That's kind of one that kind of like shot up. Yeah. For indie films. That's when, you know, merchandise came into play. No, Better Luck Tomorrow has no payoff for that. That's just the indie landscape at that time. True. Is that 2006? When did Napoleon Dynamite come out? Or 2004? It feels like like 2004. Yeah. And it is 2000. Hey! That was part of the reason why I wanted to become a filmmaker. Really? Napoleon Dynamite? Wow. It made me realize that normal pe- people could do it too. Yeah, that's fair. Because like people were talking about this movie that a couple college kids made. And they're making money off of it. And I was like, college kids can make movies? Well, I mean... Because uh, I always wanted to make movies. Sure. I just didn't tell anyone because I was in Bowling Green, Ohio. That's where, where John Carpenter's from. Who? John Carpenter. This is not the second time that quote has been made <laughs> in this podcast. The director, the famous director, John Carpenter. No, he's not from my Halloween, hometown. Halloween, the thing. He's not from my hometown. They, oh, my God. No, we, we, this is the second time this has happened. I don't think so. Oh, my God. He is not from my hometown. Absolutely. No, he, he probably went to BGSU, and that's not from my hometown. I mean, it is my hometown college, but that doesn't mean he went to my hometown and lived in Bowling Green, Ohio. Bowling Green, Kentucky? Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. I know who came from my hometown. It was Scott Hamilton, the ice figure skater who also appeared in Blades of Glory. That's a pretty big get. I know. He's a, a gold medalist. There's a street named after him. Why is there more than one Bowling Green? That seems like a really strange oh, name. Fun fact. It. Fun fact. Uh, in high school, my freshman year, uh, someone called in a bomb threat uh, to distract all the cops so they could go rob a bank. And then they got away with it, and they went to Bowling Green, Kentucky, and got caught. God, that is so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Uh, Bowling Green was also what's her face uh, Trump's. Don't know. No, she tried. Eight thousand two hundred eighty-seven audience reviews for Better Luck Tomorrow. No, hold on, Kenny, hold on, because there's so much shit I get about this. Anytime I bring up Bowling Green, they're like, "Oh, where the massacre happened? There's yeah. no massacre in Bowling Green, Ohio. It's just some idiot trying to stir shit." Yeah, that, that's what I think was, was so hysterical about it. Like, what about Bowling Green? Like, what do you mean? There's nothing happening in Bowling Green. I know there's nothing happening in Bowling Green. That's why I left. <laughs> no, I meant, like, no massacre. That's what I meant. Not, like, the town. No, itself. trust me. There's, you know what we're known for? We're John known for the... Carpenter. No, we're known for the national fucking tractor pulls. Wait, like, people pulling tractors? <laughs> Cars pulling tractors. Oh, that's tractors pulling things. And when they make it all the way through, you know what they do? They go, full pull! And girls take off their tops and flash them. This is not a bit. This all happens. It's dumb. Two things. One, James. Yeah. You're not attacking you. Thank you. Two, this tractor pull sounds really awesome. It's not. It's so dumb. Me and Aaron are going to go this year. It's in August. For... 
Well, here we go. Here we come. Wait, so, you guys want to make a video of us going to the tractor pulls? Oh, me and Aaron are going to go. It's kind of our thing. <laughs> I, it's been our thing for the past I, 45 We've been seconds. working on a side podcast called Tractor Actors. <laughs> <laughs> we review films made specifically for the rural market. And uh, when we're done with the pod, we go, full <laughs> pod. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was a good one. Uh, let's play the last Rotten Tomatoes uh, score, and then let's let's call it a podcast. Real quick, uh, James, uh, uh, there's been a ton of figure skaters coming from Bowling Green, Ohio. What? Yeah, a ton of Olympic gold it's skaters. It's Scott Hamilton. No, it's... Name uh, two others. Uh, Alyssa Cizini. Don't know who that is. Um, Scott Hamilton. Yeah, I know who he um, is. He's, we then we have Dave Waddle. Who? It's made up. <laughs> yeah, Dave, Dave, or it could be Wattel. W-O-T-T-L-E. Yeah, that's still made up. Oh, wait, no, he's a runner. 1972 gold Olympic medalist. In my high school, there's a framed wall of all the people that got out of Bowling Green to play sports. It's a very old wall. <laughs> and Scott Hamilton's the most recent one. And it will not be touched. <laughs> no, it won't. it won't. It's the only thing we have to claim to fame. Uh, and he, I think it was like 97 when he... Yeah, it was, it was a little bit. Yeah. But he's the most recent famous person out of Bowling Green, Ohio. I mean, listen, it's a great town to raise your family. It's very safe, minus the heroin. Oh, wow. it's kind of <laughs> I feel like that's just the whole state of Florida. It's, Ohio- it's fine to live in, just minus the heroin. I live in Ohio. Yeah, but just Bowling Green has a... I'm just imagining just them have a heroin problem. Or is it, no, is it oh no, I'm sorry, it's meth. Meth. Oh. Yeah. Ohio. <laughs> we have a meth problem Come in Ohio. On, James, silly. Ugh, sorry. Amateur mistake. Yeah. I'm gonna say uh fifty-three for the audience reviews. Out of eight thousand two hundred and eighty seven. Yep. Whoa. Yep. Oh wait, this is two thousand two? Two thousand two. Yeah. <sighs> boy, oh boy. Uh fifty-six. Fifty-six. <laughs> the mayor is uh, Dick Edwards in bowling green. Um did we change? Wait, wow, we say? got a new mayor. Fifty six. I said fifty six. I, I, I legitimately man. didn't know we got a new mayor. I remind <laughs> you that the critical rating for this was yeah one percent certified fresh eighty six eighty six fifty six fifty six eighty six thirty point different. You know, only one of you is right. What really? According to prices right rules, it's seventy nine percent. Hey, James fight wins again. Dang it! Got a low ball it, baby. <sighs> What was your guess, Kenny? Seventy nine percent. The numbers, right? Cheater. I, oh, right. <laughs> I'm assuming there's nothing else to say about this movie. Full pod. <laughs> That's been our episode of Shame Watch Nights. Thank you to Denise Hudson for our rock and theme song, and to James Garcia for our artwork. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Shame Watch Nights on Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are found. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Shame Watch Pod Nights. Finally, you can contribute to our Patreon at patreon.com slash platfilmsnights. It does cost money to put out superb night content like this <laughs> pod, so even a $1 night donation can make a huge night difference. <laughs> Until next time, Shane Watch Nights, no rules, just right. Here's the thing about Bowling Green, Ohio. Nights.